Last time on Two Chunks and a Hunk. Jordan, why don't you... I think our yeah. time's running out. We might as well sign off. Is he here? I mean, I'm looking right time? at him. Wait, has he moved? Oh, it just fell... Oh, it was a cardboard cutout. It just fell over. Where's Jordan? Jordan? What's wrong, pod boys? I wonder how you get him Two chunks and a hunk. My name is Jordan Wonders, and this week I'm your chunk. I'm Doge, and I am extremely chunky right now. And I'm Carter, and they just hunk you, and they hunk you, and they hunk you. And then just when you think it's all over, that's when the real hunking starts. <laughs> you gotta watch out for the real hunking mm. of Dallas County. It's shocking. <laughs> the it's real shocking. The kind of, of drama. County. The kind of drama that that guy gets up to. <laughs> Carter, why are you it? Because the same week. reason every time, Pinky. The same reason I'm always it. I'm going to Disney. <laughs> I'm going to be a Disney World boy. Must be nice. Mm. Wow. Can't Must wait be for nice. It. Are you going to like, um, like get to see Mickey and stuff? Probably. Dang. Probably. Are you going to eat one of those Mickey Mouse head ice creams? Oh, very likely. Very likely. How about a Dole, uh, Dole Whip? Yep. Uh, Dole Whips aren't that good. There's too it's much the most overrated thing at Disney to me. Yeah. I will have plenty I of haven't... churros. I'll tell you that much. Mm. Yeah, I got to get a churro. And Disney churros are yeah. real good. What's your favorite bark of them? That's really hard. I think it's going to be weird. I think Epcot… Dude, I love Epcot because That's my favorite. The World Showcase is a blast. I love just walking from country to country, drinking drinking all of the non-alcoholic beverages and eating <laughs> all the non-alcoholic foods. So we, no kimchi then. What else are you not eating? <laughs> yeah. I like I like uh, the the restaurant in Germany. Where you just sit family style next to randos. Yeah. That's fun. Yeah, just like a buffet type vibe. Yeah. Buffet type vibe. Yeah. Welcome, uh, welcome to our buffet where you welcome sit to family style next to randos. Welcome to randos. Why is it French all of a sudden? Randos. I'm excited. <laughs> randos. Welcome, welcome to randos family buffet. Welcome. Would you like a dunkle? I would. They're great. I'm 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 very excited. So there's a new Guardians ride at Epcot. Uh, you, you get Island. on it and it goes it goes. That's just it. It's still great though. Hey, hey, what the matter with you? Yeah, it's gonna be. Yeah, that'll be fun. I'll probably watch Rocket die. I'll probably get a teaser for the next Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah, cool, dude. Did you hear how he dies? Dead Rocket. Um, How does he die? The, this is gonna make me. This is gonna suck. The rumor, Dying. the rumor is that he oh. trips, falls, snags real? his toenail, and just unravels like a spool of yarn. Yeah, it's just because he trips, falls, and snags his toenail on a sweater, and he just unravels. Yeah, just zzz, 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 
And then the very last bit of him to unravel is his head. And he says, wow. I can't believe <laughs> I'm I'm waiting for a punchline. So far, this is like too funny. So I need a punchline to bring it back he down. He says, I can't believe. What's he say? He says, what does I he can't say believe. when he unravels? He says, he says, when some, he turns into string, says, what does Rocket Raccoon say? He says, say? Sometimes, sometimes you boof it and sometimes you rock it. Ooh, that man. And then, <clears throat> that'll and be a heartbreaker. He I can already feel the tears welling. Wow, that's great. Best picture, probably. It's about time. It's about time. And Chris <laughs> Pratt's there. Ugh. I'm excited for Guardians 3, but also not. Does that make sense? Because you know that like it's going to be sad? No, because I am a little afraid, perhaps, that we hath returned to the well one too many times on this crew. Uh, I trust Jim Gum. James Gum. James Gum. James Gum. Was he a really fat rodent? <laughs> I I make a Guardians movie. Would you make a Guardians movie? Um, was she a great big fat person? <laughs> I forgot how good yours is. The um just starts like in the loins. Um. <laughs> um. Oh man. Yeah, it's, it's a, a good thing bit. we're not a video podcast. It's a little bit like if Vincent D'Onofrio from Men in Black played that role. With the way that um starts. I think it's mostly a little bit like if it was a great impression. It was perfect. Yeah, We've never like done David Black. Yeah, we haven't. It needs to happen someday. Put my hand. So it's probably, uh, it's probably time to begin. Oh, by the way, I, got, I rescued myself. So let me, let me walk you through how I got out of Mr. E's trap. In, this, in this one, the princess saves herself. And, you know, and that's how. how. It goes. And how. Yeah, it actually was not as difficult as you might think that it would be. Um, so I mm. was bound, gagged, and blindfolded in the back of uh, the trunk already. of Mr. E's car. And all I did was count the sounds of the number of um, like concrete slabs that we drove over. Yeah. And the texture. <laughs> that's one. <laughs> yep, that's two. The texture of them told me the direction that we were headed because of the wind speed uh-huh. on the front of the car. So all I had to do was listen. And which direction was that? Uh, it was northeast. Okay. We were headed northeast based on the rumble and the wind that I heard yeah, on Arkansas. the car. And Simple. well, we never we never made it that far because once I counted out exactly 161 concrete slabs, I knew okay. beyond the shadow of a doubt yeah, where I was. Yeah. That was like… And where, where was that? Trouble. Big trouble. Dang, <laughs> dude. Welcome to trouble. Did you, and so, counting the slabs was like chapter three for for when we were in Foundations for Excellence, right? Isn't that what yeah. they teach us? In- yeah, <laughs> count the slabs. And so I I, I threw myself against the trunk, the door of the trunk, and I ended up uh, sort of catapulting out. And um, I landed with both feet on the ground, and I untied myself in midair. And I pulled my blindfold off when I hit the ground. And I ran. I ran all the way back home because actually, one hundred and sixty-one wow. concrete slabs is not that many. Wow, it, we were only about when, we were only about three hundred yards from my house when, when we welcomed you. We welcomed him with open arms, and he was like, "He was like, some people boof it, some, some people, people rock, rock it, people rock it." I rocked it today. You did. The main thing I think while you've said that is that I've been thinking is that sounds true. Mm-hmm. Mm. So I'm really happy, happy for you. It sounds very realistic to me. Yep. To be honest, and I made it, and I and I made it, and I did it all by myself. Mister E didn't know at all, and that's good. I. Am Jordan. I'm. I am me. 
Let's talk about the third movie that in our Mister E series, which um, of course is known as the, the, the Game. game. Dude, you missed Doge it. Doge forgot we do this. <laughs> Doge synopsify us so that we can uh, discuss the game. I'm gonna shoot a sneeze on my snout real quick. Hey, you don't have Just the guts. You don't have the guts. You don't have the Just gumption. You don't have the courage. You don't have. You don't have it. You don't have the chutzpah. It went away. I knew it, coward. It went away because I said it out loud. That's right. You spoke this it out of MDB. existence. <laughs> <laughs> this week's, uh, what is it called when you unmanifest something? Whoa, manifested. Uh, <laughs> I'm just kidding. Obs. <laughs> this week's IMDb synopsis is written by. Uh, Anonymous. It took a break from hacking it to write a synopsis for this movie. Can you give us your best anonymous impression? Uh, yeah, just pretend that I say this with a Guy Fox mask on. Yeah, but you got to do the voice. Oh, that's good. Nicholas Van Orton <laughs> is a very wealthy San Francisco banker, but he is an absolute loner, even spending his birthday alone. <gasps> yeah. In the year of his, in the year of his forty-eighth birthday, the age his father committed suicide. His brother Conrad who has gone long ago and surrendered to addictions of all kinds, suddenly returns and gives Nicholas a card, giving him entry to unusual entertainment provided by something called Consumer Recreation Services, CRS. Giving in to curiosity, Nicholas visits CRS and all kinds of weird and bad things start to happen to him. Dang. Yeah, it kind of, it kind of anonymous got away from hey, me. Yo, anonymous, sort of you just, were my favorite hmm. late '90s wrestler, dude. I really, <laughs> I'm, I'm impressed that you didn't yawn while you were doing that. To be honest with you, it's tough. You breathe iron throat in the anonymous <clears throat> voice. Did I really? Like, oh. Yeah. That, <laughs> <it's> like, <laughs> I think it's well. It's because I'm kind of the Austin Butler of podcasting. You're stuck. Once, I, be just, stuck. once I do a voice, I st- I'm stuck in that voice. Mm. I can't really help mm. it anymore. It's just how I talk. <laughs> I just want to thank the Academy. I'm so excited to have this opportunity. I mean, like, Paul, <laughs> Paul Atreides. I don't know why it's Foghorn Leghorn for me. <laughs> I'll say, I'll say, I'll Paul say. Atreides. Oh, oh, because he's, he's in Dune. Dune. Yeah. <laughs> he's in Dune. Okay, that's good. Uh, Denny, can you help me figure out why I'm on this planet yeah. of sand and minerals? <laughs> and spice. spice. Now, now he's slowly turning into he's turning into Benoit Blanc. Uh, Benoit Blanc, yeah. <laughs> which is a mystery character, which brings us back. See, full circle. Look at that, full circle. The game, David Fincher. Let's talk about it. Yeah. So yeah. I, I had already seen this movie. I watched it um, a few years ago. I don't really remember how long ago, but I just sort of watched it on a whim. I was like, "What's a David Fincher movie I haven't seen?" It's a pretty good whim movie, I'd say. It is a pretty good whim movie. Yeah, yeah, it's a great whim movie. <clears throat> but uh, this was scenario. first time for both of you, eh? Yeah, yes, sir. <clears throat> let's let's talk. Let's talk first impressions because this movie, this movie kind of takes you for a wild ride. Yeah, if Can nothing I, else. Uh, maybe be a bit of a contrarian too. I, I'm not sure if I'm sensing the vibe correctly. Overall, I think this didn't really work for me. Um, same. I think the. The premise is wonderful. I think that is so fun. I think the setting is wrong. I think that is, this is way too like sci-fi dystopian 
of a premise to happen in 1997 San Francisco. Like this feels like more like a, a story that would take place in the world of like total recall or something almost. I don't know. I think I like about that. leaning leaning more into a specific genre of storytelling would yeah. I, I think help help me be a little more on board with this. But overall, and it's my super dump, is that I don't think that I liked Michael Douglas's character. Loved Michael Douglas, but it's just like That's your I super dump? no. Yeah, my super dump is that I don't know that the script really ever gave me a compelling reason to root for him because I was the whole time trying to figure out like, okay, is this like going to be some kind of comeuppance? Has somebody hired CRS to ruin him because he was not a very good, nice investment banker? Or is this a hubris thing where he's like, yeah, because I'm an investment banker, I can figure this out. And at the end of the day, it ended up being kind of just like a really big intervention for him. Because we're supposed to believe that along the way he learned how to value the things that are really important, but he didn't. He didn't like yeah. really get moved to action until his money was gone. So he still kind of only <clears throat> cared about his money. I don't know. It just, yeah, it it was directed very well. Obviously, Finchie's a big boy. He does a good job. Uh, but I, and I think this concept of the script was good, and the minute to minute like dialogue interactions between characters, excellent, absolutely excellent. But like overarching, I just don't think that it really worked for me. Yeah. So I, can I can I tell you my read on it in regards to yeah. that? Because I yeah. think, and I, I, by the way, I think your read is 100% fair completely. To me, this just isn't trying to say anything. And it is That's literally fine. just mystery for mystery's sake. Because yeah, you're right. He learns nothing. He changes in no way. Yeah. Except at the end, he's just, to me, it's like, this movie is born out of one of those conversations where it's like, dude, if you could have a life-altering, paradigm-shifting um, experience with ultimately no consequences, does yeah. it actually change you? And then they're like, let's make a movie about that. And that's all it is. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. to me, there is then no I think- deeper meaning. there Because I was looking for it. You know, we, we even on second watch, I finished it and I was like, so is the idea that like the rich can afford to have this crazy experience and it doesn't do much for them? Is the idea that everybody's a bad day away from finding out who they really are? Is the idea yeah, you face your killing fears? Joke. Right, yeah. Is the idea yeah. like face your fears and it changes you for the better? And I think ultimately my my read is nope. Nope. The, the, then it should the, then it should be more fun. Because overall it's just not it's not very fun to me. Oh, if see, it's not I just say something. That. But I think the mystery part is like, imagine if in Glass Onion, uh, spoilers for Glass Onion, I guess, when Benoit Blanc reveals the drink change uh, that that uh, Batista picked up Ed Norton's drink and that's how he died. Imagine if we hadn't even seen that scene at all before the movie, before that part of the movie. My reaction would be like, okay, interesting, cool. I feel like there was no... I don't know, man. Like there was no like trying to trick the audience or like really playing fair with the audience. I think it was a lot of just like, ha, you thought she was a real person? Stupid. She works for CRS. Ha, you thought he was a real person? Stupid. He works for CRS. Like there wasn't Mm. like ever a, there's not a moment where I can go back. Like I don't feel like a rewatch would be very rewarding on this. It's like, okay, yeah, everything is pretty much exactly how it appears. Yeah. Like obviously, obviously none of it's real. Like, I don't know. I I think I was expecting a little bit more of like a, oh, kind of moment, you know? Yeah. My super dump is 
Michael Douglas. And I'll I'll say why. It's a little bit <laughs> same and, and different. <clears throat> but it's because like Michael Douglas, like his face and his profile is compelling. Like it makes sense for the role. Everything else yeah. doesn't. <laughs> the way he acts, all that stuff. <laughs> In a perfect world, let's let's tweak the script a little bit because it's certainly a tweakable script. Let's just switch him and Sean Penn. Yep. I yeah. agree with that completely. Yeah. Dude, my super Sean dumb yeah. is that Sean Penn is wasted in this movie. Why is Sean Penn completely not wasted. the main guy? Yeah. Because he's just way more expressive. Michael Douglas cannot, he he doesn't to me have enough range on the nonverbal scale to yep. be someone who is showing any sign of growth. It's not it until like the this very movie end is when his nose gets busted up and he feels relief. That there's any kind of different emotion the entire time. Mm-hmm. He just kind of stays yeah. the same. To me, the game felt somewhere between A Christmas Carol and The Running Man. I don't know if you've seen that. In the <laughs> 80s, they put Arnold Schwarzenegger just on a show. Yeah. And he's just trying to survive, you know? I do love the concept of the wealthy just having a fun time, just doing this stuff. People might die. That's okay. It's part of the game, right? It feels a touch… Uh, Hunger Games in a way of like, hey, we're just because we have power, we can manipulate however we want. But the whole Christmas Carol vibe of it, because clearly, because because there's the two expressions. One is pissed and then one is relieved. That's all Michael Douglas seems to be. Yeah. And he's pissed for 98% of it. And then he's relieved to find out it was just a game. So the it was kind of abrupt for me that it felt like he learned something. It's like, mm-hmm. what did you learn? Yeah. What you're did just you learn? glad to be alive. You're still a narcissist. Like you're just yeah. glad to be here. Sure, I'm sure it's life changing for you to attempt to take your own life and just land on a cushy air pillow. Yeah, whatever. What he learned is that he's one bad day away from repeating the thing he's that his father did that he's so afraid of repeating. Yeah, for sure. That sucks. I don't care <laughs> that a bummer. lot of things aren't explained because I think I was in the in the Running Man mindset. I was like, that's fine. This is a blast. I also had read, you know, this this ended up being kind of a cult classic situation. Like it, it, it made less domestically than what it cost to make this movie. It was like fifty million yeah. to make, and maybe forty seven million domestically. Now, granted, worldwide it would make over a hundred million, so it doubled. But even then, that's not super successful for nineteen ninety seven. But yeah, Michael Douglas and Sean Penn should have been. <coughs> whoop, should have. Yeah, been, I completely yeah. agree. Even even Sean Penn's handful of scenes he has in this movie are. Those are the scenes um, I like the best. So electric that yeah. yes, my super. Dumb. Also, it's 1997. Sean Penn. It's like this should. Yeah, for real. This, was, this is good stuff. Capitalize here. on that guy. So yeah that, yeah, that that that's my super dump is specifically that Sean Penn feels wasted, completely wasted, yeah. in the script, and he's just a much more electric lead than. Isn't he Michael the second Dunn? highest I think build? Some, I yeah. So. No, no, no. He's third. He's third build. Mm. Oh, behind uh, um, Claire. Yeah. Claire's second build, or Christine, whichever you want to call her. Yeah, I think there's some interesting things too. Well, potentially interesting things that I think were introduced and kind of dropped. Like I was expecting like ready for a clown motif to be carried all the way through, but we get the one wooden clown. I was ready for something more with the keys, but then that kind of, we just introed it and dropped it. I, I don't know, man. Like it, it really felt like for me that this was like a really solid idea for a movie and a pretty great first draft of a script but there's like yeah. I don't know I think it could have been tightened and yeah so I, I disagree about the clown and the keys only because I think the point of the game itself is that it's supposed to feel like the game stops halfway through and then it becomes very yeah. real and scary like yeah. I think it's supposed to feel like you signed up for this game 
and then all of a sudden there's no more clowns and keys and people are trying to kill you. And it's no longer yeah. just yeah. this fun like scavenger hunt. And now it's more like, oh, I'm in trouble. So I, that doesn't bother me yeah. personally. Um, but I, I, you know, I get it. I, I just think, um, and yeah, my first watch just being like, let me hit play on this movie was, I benefited from that a lot. I knew nothing about it going yeah. in. And then because of that, my second watch really benefited because I was able to go, oh, this was really fun the last time I watched yeah. it. So to me, this movie is all style, no substance. And it's just like, this is the Fast and Furious of action movies where it's just like, <laughs> or of mystery movies where Fast and Furious is just like the rule yeah. of cool wins. And this is yeah. just the rule of mystery wins. Whatever is, yeah. whatever is the most confusing yet at least moderately explainable by the end, that's what we're going to do. Yeah. Mm. I was too young to have seen this movie new, but especially in 1995, two years before seven, right? I, I would have been about that yeah. age, really. Eight, seven or eight. And so can you imagine like going to see seven and it's like, oh shoot, Fincher's, his next best, his next thing up is in two years. And then you go watch the game and you're like, are you talking yourself into enjoying that Ooh. more? Because you wanted it to be like seven? I, I, this is obviously biased. Yeah, I don't because know. I feel like seven is also a putting the pieces together kind of thing. Yeah. Sure. So it still yep. feels very Fincher, but it's like, there's a payoff, you know? I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. It's just I think I was. Dip. I think maybe that's, I went into it with high expectations because it's Fincher. I didn't mm. realize it was a David Fincher movie until I like searched it up to rent it. I was like, oh, oh okay. shoot, this is, David Fincher directed this. I'm in for a treat. And then yeah. I was like, oh, it's, Fine. I mean, it's it's not bad. It's genuinely sure. not bad. Yeah. I I enjoyed it. I like had a good time on my watch, but it just yeah. I don't know, man. It it's didn't like work. It doesn't two work for chunks, me as I think about it. I get that. If two chunks got like uber successful, right? And we're like, this is this is our main thing. This is our content. This is like what what people like the most is the podcast. And then we're like, hey, also we've got uh, we really have enjoyed candle making. We've got candles out. Two chunks of wax. Two chunks of wax. Go grab yourself a two chunks candle. It's kind of like, it feels like he's just, I, I Except don't for our candles would rule. <clears throat> I don't know if we can confirm. I know we can't, but there's, in the media junket and, and after the fact, it's funny how like, you'll spend years and $50 million on making something and then just get really honest about it 10 years later. But David <laughs> Fincher was saying like, this was not his favorite script at all. Like this was, yeah. They, they didn't really have a good third act. He wasn't super excited about it. But there must have been something that was like, I don't know if he had a contractual obligation, but it's like, hey, let's just go ahead and get another one out. Like Seven's yeah. got that hot heat. Because <clears throat> it's funny that the game is wedged right here in between Seven and Fight Club. Right. Right? <laughs> it's a bit yeah. bizarre. But have you did y'all look at Fincher's credits, like his yeah. career in directing? Yeah. I'm actually it's looking at that amazing. right now. amazing. It's a fun I was, story to follow. I was looking to see if lots of music videos, but like for the biggest stars in the world. Yeah, there's only two uh, Fincher movies that I haven't seen, and that those would be Mank and Benjamin Button are the only two Fincher movies mm. I haven't seen. And of the Fincher movies I've seen, The Game is certainly the weakest one. Like, yeah, like by a by a pretty decent shot, it's the weakest yeah. one. Yeah, um, and so. Yeah, I, it, it's so interesting. Um, <clears throat> I hear where you're both coming from, for sure. I just clearly 
benefited so much from my first watch happening the way that it did. Because I'm actually pretty sure that what I was doing at the time was, I think I was clearing out, because I think it was right after Callie and I got married and she was working in an office and I was basically just working like nights at uh, one job and then weekends. And so I had a lot of like free time during the day and I was just clearing out a backlog of directors. Yeah. Like stuff that I I just watched a bunch of seasons like that. Yeah, no, it was great. It was great. I just had a lot of time to watch movies by myself. And um, it was just one of those where I just picked a random Coen Brothers movie I'd never seen. And I did that. Yeah. And I picked a random Nolan movie I'd never seen. And I did that. And then this was the Fincher movie I picked. And because I was just blindly saying this one, uh, I sure. really enjoyed Let's it. Let's see if this is fun. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And so, um, yeah, I still, I think I still have a soft spot in my heart for the game, even though it's, I, and I, I understand that. completely the weaknesses of the film. I just, for me, it feels like um, almost like an, an amusement park ride versus like a film, you know? Just get get on and be like, whoa, 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 whoa. All right, that's the end. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. There's no real arc here. It's just like, and these are the things that happened to Nicholas. Except if it's it's an amusement park where like when you get in the car, they're like, you're going to go up this hill and you're going to go down and then you're going to do a corkscrew and then you're going to go upside down. And then you get to the end and you get off the ride and they go, weren't you surprised when you went upside down? No. Yeah. Like that was so it's, clear to me. That was not a surprise at all. It's more like you corkscrew, you go upside down, you do a loop-de-loop and then you go up, 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 up for the final drop. And then you get to the top and they're like, get off. <laughs> <laughs> this is where the ride ends actually all the way up here. <laughs> Here's the fun part. Eight stories of stairs. But, yeah, exactly. Yeah, for real, you got to walk down these stairs to get down. Exactly. I just, I don't know, man. I think I was like, even knowing the premise, I was like going in being like, oh, I can't wait to be confused. Yeah. I can't wait to be like, what is it? Is it real? Like even have an ambiguous ending. Like yeah. was he ever playing the game or was somebody actually just trying to kill him? And like- Or was he the just, game? Was he the game all along? But it's just, I don't know. It just- it feels like a missed opportunity to like, I don't know. I don't know. I'm kind of saying the same things over and over again. I'm just saying it didn't work for me in so many words. Sure. I'm going to, uh, I'm going to super pump. Yeah. I'm going to super pump for this movie. Uh, Knowing the nonsensical nature of the plot of this movie. My super pump is when they walk into the cafeteria at CRS and you kind of realize that every character in the movie, except for Nicholas has been in on this. The like, Every yeah. person you have seen in the movie is in on it, except for Nick. And I just find that really, really delightful. Like that scene where he's walking through the cafeteria and you're like, oh, that's the guy from the airport? That's the guy yeah. from the golf club from earlier? That's the guy from that place? <laughs> like you just spent, I just feel like I'm the Leo DiCaprio from Once Upon a Time in Hollywood meme where he's like, just hey, pointing hey, at the oh, screen. Yep. yep. The whole time. And I think that's that felt really fun. That felt pretty Westworld to me. Yeah, big where time. Where it's like you would you would like go under the park and it's like, oh, every every cowboy is here getting worked on. It's all the cowboys I've seen yep. before. Yeah. Totally. That is yeah, I think that scene is really, really fun. Yeah. And honestly, this is not my super pump, but I am going to go ahead and give it a quick shout out. Um, Deborah Unger plays Christine. Deborah Kara Unger plays Christine. And for most of the movie, I thought she was good, passable to good. The roof scene, I think she's really excellent. Yeah, she's great. I think she's yeah. really, really excellent in the on the roof scene. 
And here's the thing. That means also that her character is an excellent actor. Right. Yeah. Because that's, yeah. Ooh. Ooh. There's layers. That's the real game. There's um, layers. Is that a good Michael Douglas? Am I getting good close to Michael, Michael Douglas? Douglas? Pretty good. You just got to be mad. I'm trying to get, I feel like I could get a Michael Douglas. You want to take a clean pass at it? We can really judge it? Yeah. What do you want Michael Douglas to say? Um. Uh, but, what, can he speak the lyrics to the Magic School Bus theme song, please? <laughs> <laughs> What are the lyrics? Hang on, let me look them up. While he's looking that up, my super Specifically pump, the baked into a pie line, if you can get to that. Thank you. My super pump is going to her apartment and realizing it's all a set. Oh, that is a good moment. That was yeah, really that's fun. great. The smoke from the lamp really fun. Yes. is great. Yes. Very good. Because it had the tag on it. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh shit, we should have taken that off, man. Yeah. Come on, Dash. Come on, Michael. Are we, wait- are we waiting on the magic school bus? Yeah. That's what I said while he's looking yeah. at Yeah, okay. Okay, I mean, don't overthink it. Lim- yeah, just do no, it. I'm not going to overthink it. I'm going to just try it. I'm going to go for it. So strap your bones right to the seat. Come on in and don't be shy. Just to make your day complete, you might get baked into a pie. So can I, it's yeah, not the voice. I think it's the, good. It's, it is good. Yeah. It's not the voice. Yeah. You have the cadence of Michael Douglas down perfectly. Yeah. Cool. The voice, the voice is a little... Um, Duke Nukem. Could use a little work. It's a little Duke Nukem. <laughs> yeah, it is a little bit, isn't it? <laughs> but could the, use could use a little work. But the cadence is perfect. Okay, I'm gonna keep working on it. No, I think I'm gonna keep working on it. I'm gonna try by the end of the year to have a Michael Douglas. I can, <laughs> I can whip out my Michael Douglas. <laughs> okay, all right. This is a family show. Nobody <laughs> should be whipping out any Michaels or any Douglas. Prison before the end of the year, not <laughs> at okay. any time. Speaking of prison. Uh, okay. It doesn't it seem a little odd that this that CRS is so powerful that they can. Yeah. Uh, this is what I'm saying. This is why it's helped if it is in the year twenty, like two thousand three hundred ninety seven. Well, how you know is what that? I, mean? ha- this is I don't like, understand that part of your argument. That's the only part I don't get. How is the future helping? If it's it? if it's cyberpunk, if it's dystopian, if it's all the corpos ruling the planet. But I don't think I mean? that's what it's, it's trying to like, say at. All no, I know. I'm just saying I find it way easier to believe that there's this hyper-powerful CRS corporation in a future where corpos rule the planet versus like this hyper-powerful CRS organization in the late 1990s that can operate with impunity and do whatever they want. Yeah, I think, yeah. Can I super pump though? It is really CRS. I wish you would. Please. I wish you would. Super pump would be the set design of all the CRS, uh, like kind of off, like just the the look and vibe of CRS. Yeah. Particularly the the number of things that, uh, like other businesses where CRS is hiding out, where the initials yeah, are CRS. Dude. That is super fun. It really is. Oh, I didn't uh, catch that. that. I really enjoyed that. Like the the ambulance uh, or the the SWAT team. Mm-hmm. That jumps out of uh, is it like a plumbing car yeah. or something like that? Like plumbing or flowers but yeah. or something, but the initials are CRS. something. The, the initials were CRS. The like taxi a couple cab of has different, it on its license yeah. plate. Yeah. Oh, that's fun. Yeah, it's fun. Like that's that's the kind of thing that I think is rewarding on a rewatch. Yeah. Uh, so that's super fun, and that's really creative. That's an additional layer of like, oh, they didn't have to do that, mm-hmm. but that's really really fun. Also, I have two count them two Sons of Anarchy alumnus. Alumni in uh, this movie. The taxi cab driver is Chibs from Sons of Anarchy. Those scars 
are real on his face. Oh, oh, yes, mm-hmm. yes, yes. Um, it's a real glass smile, the, right? Mm-hmm, it is. And then the also PI. Yes, yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. No, it's Gladiator, right? It's Gladiator. Also in Gladiator. Oh, yeah, yeah. He's the one who comes to see him in prison. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, and then the, the PI is also, um, I can't remember his character's name right now, but he's also Sons of Anarchy and uh, Batman Begins. I like both of them. Oh, yeah. They're yeah. fun. They're fun. They're fun guys. You know what I mean? They're they're yeah. fun guys, and I appreciate them. Last of us. The other people I appreciate <laughs> is anyone who puts. Bro, he is the a brave heart. Is he really? He's also a brave heart. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ooh, that's embarrassing. Man, well, way to get I both don't of really them, feel like. Wow. E- I don't really that's feel like either of us are wrong. That's embarrassing. Well, it's time to make money. It's shout announcements. <laughs> the calm part of our show. Mm. We give shout outs and make announcements. Quick shout out. Close your eyes. Hear the rustling leaves. Quick. Feel the trickling quick. brook. Quick shout out to all of you listening. We love you. Mm. You are enough. Oh. This is a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Do you think we could get that like legally? Could we pay for it? Yeah. Why would you? When I know all the words. <laughs> That's a good point. That's a good point. Actually, if I know all the words to a song, I'm not gonna buy it. I already Why know would it. You pay for. I already know it. I Why only buy, buy songs I know? don't know. <laughs> oh. I did my. I did my part. I've oh, done my just, part. You, okay. Oh. Great. Oh, that's it. Uh, that's that's, it. that's all do. I do. That's I'm fine. not going to talk for the rest Man, of the episode. Goodbye. The only thing we love more than Michael Douglas being in the wrong role is mm. money. Um, much like Michael Douglas. Much like <laughs> much Michael like Douglas. This Michael movie. Douglas. <laughs> uh, actually, we're big fans of the Discord channel uh, over on Two Chunks and a Hunk. That's our $5 tier over on Patreon. The $3 tier gives you things like extra vote in the Hunkies. If you haven't heard of the Hunkies, uh, usually Oscars are in the footnotes of it. So just look, you just give it a little look. Uh, it's an award show that we do. Uh, you also get some extra episodes uh, throughout the year. But almost as important as that, maybe even more important, is rating and review this podcast. Uh, I really appreciate those that have. I appreciate those that haven't. But it's a big deal for us to be able to get our names out there. We're kind of a big deal now in Armenia and Nepal. I don't know if mm, you've been following yeah. the charts. I'd be Nepal uh, if we weren't. I mean, who would not be, to be honest? But <laughs> go tell your friends, uh, rate and review us. And if you want, pay a little extra maybe. You know, mm. maybe you want to, you, you, you're like between us and another streaming platform. You're like, um, I don't really nah. No, I don't really know what's on. Why would I watch the movies they're talking about when I could pay more to listen to them talk about the movies I haven't seen because I couldn't afford the streaming platform? I really (laughs) think I know. I've just now heard of Cozy TV, but I don't think you need it. You don't listen, you don't need Tubi. Don't buy Tubi. Oh, you for sure don't need Tubi, just by the way. No way. Um, it's me, Michael Douglas, and you should. Look on two chunks and a hunk.com and click on the merch tab at the top of the page. <laughs> Was that good? 
it yeah. shifted between Michael Douglas and Duke Nukem again. <laughs> I like it. Maybe Michael Douglas would Michael Douglas be a good live action Duke Nukem? Duke yes. Douglas. <laughs> no. And that Hollywood, that should never happen. Uh, we've got a new got a new design up in our merch store, and it is based on oh, yeah. our wildly popular and potentially litigious new slogan uh, that we revealed a couple weeks back. So we've got that available on stickers and magnets. And then we've got all the classic designs that you know and love. You can wear our faces. You can wear our logo. Um, You can get them on mugs. You can do whatever you want, honestly. Um, But we'd love it if you did. And so you can head to twochunksandhunk.com, click the merch tab at the top of the page to browse all of our designs. Look how much <clears throat> look how much I can make my face look like Beaker from the Muppets. <laughs> That's good. Pretty That's good, right? good podcasting. Yes, it's pretty good. No, Ooh, was, yes was there good. It is. Yes that was, was it? good. Yes. Did you already say yes. did you say what the movie yes. is next week? Hey, don't forget, guys. We're gonna be listening to you talk about the nice guy. Listening don't to you forget, talk about. Don't forget about the nice guys. And then we get another helping of Michael Douglas the week after that. With Ant Ant Man. Quantumania. Ant Man and the Wasp. Quantumania. Okay. The, the Wasp part was pretty good. Wasp. What Maybe if, that's my anchor if, word. Hey, hey, Doge, you're Michael Douglas. And all you say is wasp. 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 Like, that's it. Like, people cannot wasp. deny that that's definitely wasp. Michael Douglas, but that's the only thing you can say. Wasp. Quantumania. The quantum realm. The quantum well, now he's realm. just a Patriots fan. Wasp. He's turning into a, a Red Sox fan real quick. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. And we're back. I can't, because of shout announcements, can't stop thinking about, the because of the success of The Last of Us, how many video game series that don't need movies are going to get them. Because of the Duke Nukem stuff we were talking about just made me think, like, you I just, you know that we're going to get like a Gears of War movie or like a Gears of War I mean, TV Overwatch. show. Yeah, Fallout is I, already happening at Amazon Studios. I believe. Like it I is in pre, it. it is in it is in pre-production. That one can be. I think there's potential there. It's there is just, potential there. The, the timing yeah. is bad. It's so funny how everyone just kind of like jumps on that train. They're like, "Oh yeah. no, we should do epic fantasy." Dang, we were also making one. I guess. Well, yeah. Well, we're, how we're about Wheel of Time? Everything you're describing is just Amazon so far, but yes, I yeah, agree. That's true. Yeah, you know, give it a year and it's going to be like coming summer 2024, Crash Bandicoot. <laughs> Sly Cooper, the series. I'd watch that. I'd if watch I'm it. Being Actually, honest I'd watch it for sure. I'd watch that one. It's but kind like, of, people talk about it's Zelda. It's an alley-oop I, for Bradley Cooper though, right? Because he's already played a raccoon before. He could do it <laughs> again. True. And after he unravels, then yeah. he can move on to the next thing, which will be good. Boy, I, I'm glad we can keep podcast. Like, I laughed so hard at that. I think I'm that I'm okay. I get asked a lot what I think, who I think should play Link in a Zelda movie. I think nobody should. Do you? Nobody. I think nope. it shouldn't happen. That's what yeah. I think. Just 
Just don't, I guess. So I'd like, like to talk about something in the back half of this episode. Um, Seems like a change, but okay. I want to break down. I want to break down what it is. So this this movie specifically, I think, is this. I mentioned it earlier. It's sort of the Fast and Furious mindset where it's like Fast and Furious, the only rule is, is it big, dumb, and loud? If so, we will do it. That's why we like it. It seems like in this movie, the only rule is, is it mysterious? Is it confusing? Like mystery itself, not quality of mystery, just being mystified is like the only goal in this movie. It's a rug pulling. Yeah. It's a bunch of rug pulling. Right. right. So uh, can we just focus in a little bit on why that does or does not work? You know what I mean? It doesn't work for me because it feels cheap. What about it feels like, cheap absolute? Why would I think any, di- like a, a a mystery, I feel like a good mystery to watch would be one that I am wrong about. I, I want to be wrong and then have the moment where it's like, Oh, obviously. And the other things click into place. Were you not uh, wrong? I'm, I'm not defending the game here, but were you not wrong about yeah. a lot of things in this movie? I think it's because it's pretty exactly surface level. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's that's what I mean when I say there's not a lot of reward in a rewatch besides trying to notice all the CRS things. Is that I don't think... I don't know. It doesn't feel like it plays as fair with audience expectation. As that I'll uh, agree as with. a regular as a regular mystery would because it's like I, I wasn't surprised but uh, I mean maybe I was wrong about stuff but I wasn't given opportunity to be like oh I think I know what's so happening that, you know what I mean that's because what I think the every single is. thing every single thing they presented it and were like stupid you thought that wasn't CRS it's CRS right I, like, well, I didn't really think it wasn't CRS and you didn't do right. a whole lot to convince me that it was or wasn't so that that's what I think the problem is with the mystery here. Because I don't think it's necessarily you want to be wrong about stuff, which you, which of course we do. But I think we're, I was wrong about a lot of stuff, especially my first watch. Like, I didn't think it was going to be a birthday party. I didn't think it was going to survive that fall. Sure. I didn't, you know, all sure. these things. I think the problem is you can't play along. Yeah, maybe that's it then. Because I, I definitely didn't think it was a big intervention. Right. I didn't know that it was going to be a birthday party. But like, I, I wasn't... There are no breadcrumbs that it is an intervention or that it is a birthday party. That, that's what I think the real issue is. This movie takes mystery and no, um, n- there's no solvability to this mystery. Yeah. Mystery yeah. takes the front seat and that's it. That's the end of the story. Mystery is the only thing that but wins I, the day. It's presented as if you could solve it though. Because I think right. I've been thinking a lot about, and it's just because of no reason. I've been thinking a lot about the movie Annihilation lately. And how much I want to rewatch that because I really enjoyed it. And that's a movie where I think that there is a mysterious thing going on. And the unsolvability of it is the point. Right. Like, yeah. and I think that the game missed the mark on that. Because like, if we wanted to make unsolvability the point, then we should have had a little question at the end of like, is this a real birthday party or is this still part of the game? I was just like, there's an Annihilation game. Completely uh, forgetting that it was uh, the name of the movie we are talking about right now. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah, I, yeah. I agree. I agree. I think <clears throat> there's like this barometer of the, okay, the game has actually helped words. me understand that I kind of want to know genre. Sometimes there's a subversion of expectation and you're like, oh wait, this is actually not the kind of movie this is. And that's fun. But it was just so undecided. 
And I think yeah. something that spilled over for me is it it was so relentless in its twists that sure. it started to feel a touch like it was spoofing itself. Like it was like a comedy. Yeah. And so <laughs> when that's not really clear and no one can really explain to me, I don't know. It it is such a it's such a high wire act because sometimes there's movies that I love that are like that. Yeah. But yeah, could we be one, missing an element of satire or parody here that we just aren't seeing? I don't think so. I did, there is no part of this that reads as satire to me. Even and the fact that it's Michael so Douglas's over face. the top. No, I think it's completely earnest. Yeah, that's that's a fair read. I'm just curious because yeah, it, you um, know, that is the a lot of people I think don't realize just because why would they? But Fight Club is sort of a social satire in a lot of ways and intended to be over the top and a little ridiculous. It's just, I think <clears throat> Fincher's history works against him, especially at a, his history for me now is not the necessarily chronological. It's like, yeah. Because if I was to only have seen it in 97, his history is not nearly as long as it is now. But the right. fact that I've watched the game after a lot of other Fincher things and the yeah. kaleidoscope that is the life of me watching all of Fincher's stuff, because it's like, uh, David Fincher, Christopher Nolan, Ryan Johnson, very consistently having mystery elements all the time. Yeah. Right? Yeah, sure. In almost every single yeah. movie. And so in knowing who David Fincher is, seeing one of the most blatant mysteries, it would be like watching Chris yeah. Nolan's Memento and there's no payoff. Right. It's like it's like watching Memento and then you get to the end and it's like, why did we even do that? Yeah. What's Was the there point? even a point yeah. to that? I mean, I get it. Yeah. Like, that's clearly Nolan. That was a lot of fun, but, you know, it was all right. Yeah. No, I hear that. It's just interesting when I, when I saw this. Yeah. No, I think you're right. I think knowing more about Fincher's career plays against, yeah. against this movie for sure. Is it working against him? A well, bit? and you know, he's got mm-hmm. things like Fincher. Fincher usually is one of my most consistently beloved directors. I think that he has never yeah. really put out a stinker. Even the game is not a full-blown stinker to me. Right, right. Um, but like having seen, I think his best movie at least uh, that I've seen his best movie quality wise is probably the social network. It's just nearly perfect. But yeah. my favorite Fincher movie is gone girl. Like it, I, it's just everything I want out of a Fincher movie and so yeah. the mystery at the heart. Yeah. Seven is fantastic as well, but yeah. the mystery at the heart of seven and gone girl and even fight club, I think has a more compelling mystery than the game. And this is like the game is, that's why I'm, I'm hesitant hesitant to completely write off the satire thing just yet because it's almost mm. like the game is like what if the movie was only mystery and there was nothing else to the movie except for mystery yeah but it's not saying anything particularly poignant or really making a point which is what keeps me from really believing that it's satire or parody in any cuz then it's like if if i was to know going in hey like the, the point is just to have fun like i do clue sure. which sure. is very blatantly yeah. a satire yeah but it's another mystery and another mystery. I'm like, LOL, that's hilarious. I totally missed that. Sure. You know? Yeah. But there, yeah, I think maybe it's just because there's something humorous about like around every corner is more CRS. Everything he does yeah. is all C, but maybe it's unintentionally humorous because it just, it, it Icarus a little too close to the mystery sun and its wings yeah, began. I think it to just melt. tried too hard. Yeah. 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 Fincher is such a rainy day. Like it's like, I'm just always expecting. Something to be taken very seriously. Yeah. No, that's yeah. fair. 
though. He was Zodiac too, yeah? Oh, mm-hmm. dude, yeah. Zodiac might actually be my favorite Fincher. Film. I think Zodiac beats Gone Girl for me. But the best mysteries that he's done, I mean, I think Gone Girl's probably the best kind of like Whodunit mystery kind of vibe he's done. Yeah. The mystery was written by somebody else. Yeah, um, Fincher doesn't. I mean, typically not a not a writer. Typically picking the script and then directing. No, that's that a script. great point. And so I think, I think the it, it might be giving Fincher undue credit to say he's typically good at mysteries. Sure, he's probably typically good at picking mystery scripts, and I, I don't think this is a very good script that he picked. That's a great yeah. point because Fight Club is that an adaptation. Is what separates him. Fight Club was Gone a book. Was an adaptation. Yeah. Mank is just a real story for the most part. Yep. Um, Social Network's just a real story for the most part. Mind Hunters is based on something that really happened. Like, yeah, all yeah. of his best stuff that is would, Yeah, that would make him the outlier of those three that I named because everyone else is writing their own stuff. Yeah. Yeah. It's a good point. Uh, well, well and, I, and I think it gotcha. is A-OK. I don't think gotcha. you have to be— Gotcha, Fincher. You hack. I don't, you no-talent hack. I don't think you have to be a writer-director to be an excellent director, you know? No. I, I, think, no. That he's, I think that he's really— And he has a new— he has a new action mystery thriller coming this year, which is He's not. really exciting. Fincher. Hmm. Fincher? Yeah. What's it called? Oh. Um, let me look it up real quick because this is very interesting to me and very exciting to me. I believe it's a Netflix movie coming straight to Netflix. Um, mm. it, I don't really care about that anymore. Um, I, I think, like, yeah. Oh, but they're going to kill the movie theater. The killer. Action, adventure, crime, drama, mystery, thriller. An assassin begins to psychologically crack as he develops a conscience even as his clients continue oh. to demand his skills. Starring Fassbender. Yeah, 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 yeah. Is the killer, yeah. He's the, yep. he's the lead. Yep. Um, that's Til- Barry. Tilda Swinton. That premise well. is Barry. It is very Barry. Very Barry Darrison. Very, very Barry Darrison. Very Terry Tizen. And I just, I think that… Um, there you go, man. I think that that's, that's worth getting excited about to me. A new, a new Fincher graphic novel. Well, Fincher, mm-hmm. come up with your own stuff, dude. Jeez. Wow. I write, like it. Write something for once. Here I like David again. Fincher. I, speaking as speaking as three old pros who wrote Feliz Navidad, Fincher, Fincher write, write something for stuff. once. Come write on, something for once. Just come try on, it. No, I think I think Fincher actually gets an unfair rap sometimes because of the sort of like film bro. Um, he's very Kino. It's a very keen, it attracts pretty Kino. It is, bros. but I really just think that it's Fight Club that does that to his reputation. I, th- yeah, I think it's absolutely. only Fight Club, and I think that Fight Club gets a bad rap because of that same thing. I think that Fight Club is an excellent. There, Fight there, Club is great. There are certain movies that are really good. Sort of like what's the word I'm looking for here? Where it starts something, what, catalyst. What? Yeah. Sure. Yeah, I'm thinking of something else, like First Bite something. They're really good, um, like, on-ramps to yeah. movies that go beyond, like, gateway what drug. I loved when I was— Gateway drug. Thank you. That's the word I'm looking for. It's a yeah. great gateway yeah. drug to getting a little more into, like, movies with some depth to them. Because Fight Club is not yeah. hard to parse. Once you finish it the first time, you pretty much have it. But it's really the exhausting fun and thing. Interesting. The exhausting thing is the people who insist that it is hard to parse, and they're the only person that's ever parsed it before. Sure, dang, yeah. But that—that's what I'm saying. The movie gets a bad rap because it tends to lend itself to like snobbery. But yeah. I think it's actually—it's a fine movie. It's a really good movie um, with some great performances and good directing. So I, I'm a big Fincher fan. I really like David Fincher a lot. And the other thing I like a lot is rating movies, which is what we're going to do right now using the scientific cinema scale, which is perfect and as follows. The best thing— Can Michael Douglas read it? Is it okay if Michael Douglas reads it? He's here actually in the studio with me. I love that. Just make sure it's Michael and not Duke. Hey, Michael, 
Yes. You have to make sure that you do Michael. Dude, yes is Trump. your word. Yes. That sounds like a that sound that sounds like a plan. You're starting to drift a little bit into ghost face from Scream, if I'm being honest with you. <laughs> Shh. No, it's me. It's all Michael Douglas the whole time. The best thing that I, Michael Douglas, could ever say about a movie is own it, don't lend it, buy that that poster. poster. The next best thing that I, Michael Douglas, could ever say about a movie is buy it. Uh, The third best thing that I, Michael Douglas, could ever say about a movie (laughs) is rent it. The fourth. Uh, The fourth. (laughs) The fourth best. The fourth best thing that I, Michael Douglas, could ever say about a movie. I lost my place. Stream it. (laughs) It's streaming. Finish strong, Mike. The fifth best thing that I, Michael Douglas, could ever say about a movie. Is forget it. Forget it. And yep. the very the very worst thing that I, Michael Douglas, could ever say about a movie is Michael Douglas has forsaken us. Why are you pushing on your stoma, Michael it's your Douglas? Because, <laughs> it's because you don't always die from tobacco. That's why. <laughs> Man. Michael Douglas is... Thanks, Michael. Douglas's yes. husband works at Bob's Burgers. Yes. Man, that was yes, fun. for sure, dude. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> Thanks, Mike. Hey, I'm streaming the first. game. No. I'm streaming no, the game. Me first. I'm streaming the game, uh, Adam, and it is it is no, a silly, doofy you, time, and I enjoy it. And I'm getting mine out of the way since I'm the only one that's already seen it. I'm streaming it. It's fine. It's fun. Yeah. I'll watch it again, probably. I stream it. Copycat. I give it a you stream as well. First. You guys should have gone first, because now I know. I just know you're copying me. That's not true. I stream it. I stream it because yeah, I stream, I stream it. it. I probably won't watch it again. I think I got it. We all stream. I know what happens. Stream. Have have we all streamed something? I'm sure we have. I'm We've sure done. we have. We've got done to. a got bazillion to. movies. Three hundred reviews. Yeah. Law of large numbers. One of them was a stream across the board. At least I'm sure. Next Had week. To be. Um. Next week we will be talking about the nice guys, a Shane Black joint. Yeah. Um, very excited, personally, to talk about that movie um, for a lot of reasons. But it is the final movie in our Mr. E series, who I haven't seen in a long time. I definitely haven't seen him. And I don't know where he is or what he's up to. Okay. Hmm. Seems true. It is true. That's why I said it. That's why I, Jordan, said it. Okay. Seems like you something Jordan, Jordan would say. Carter, that seems like something Jordan would say, huh? Yeah, I mean, he just never says it that much, but… No, I'm constantly reminding people that I am Jordan. That's who I am. Yeah. Got it. And what Jordan always does is he ends an episode a little like this. To end today's episode, I'd like for each of us to say our names. Give Give me your name. Say it. And then I want you to tell me what your game would be. Give me the, I mean, the quickest, the quickest version of this that you can get. Uh, for Two Chunks and Hunk, I'm I'm definitely Jordan. Wonders, I believe. Seems right. Uh, mine would be that I would simply wake up, get dressed, go out to my car, and when I start it, some sort of light would be on. Like some sort of like, like alert light, whatever the word I'm looking for here is, on the dashboard. 
And uh, every garage uh, that I went to, yes, Gateway Drug would be on. And every garage that I drove to would be closed. And I would just keep having to drive from place to place. Be like, please, I'm panicking. My car's going to explode. I don't know what it is. All the lights are on. And um, they would just do that until I cracked. And it would take about eight minutes. Yeah. <laughs> eight minutes. I'm Doge. And I think my game would be that they turn my house into an escape room while I'm asleep. Uh, and I would like that because at any point I could just be done playing and sit on the couch and do my own thing. That sounds tight. And I, um, I, honestly, it might take me a little bit to notice because I work from home. Some days I don't leave my house. It, the game might start and then like 72 hours later, I'm like, wait, I haven't been outside I for in a, a walk. While. Hey, wait a minute. Hey. That's not my lock. This door usually opens. <laughs> that's not my lock. I'm Carter and I would be, uh, usually when I'm driving to work, I put in the old headphones and listen to a podcast or something. It's like this time it's like someone else's voice who's saying, hey, don't take this out of your ear, directing me throughout the day. And every person that I come in contact with, I have to try and name what they would say are the, are the four best things that they're known for. And I can't even move past it until I get like a certain average of how many of those things are. And then there's a moment that I start to realize, is this my extra credit? Mm-hmm. Like, is this all Back just to extra credit? You. You're stuck. And, just, and I can't win. I just can't win. I just keep coming up. That's right. Um, Doge, you uh, photography? Okay. Maybe. You're also known. Um, I do. Uh, I do a couple of pretty, a couple of pretty good impressions. And I'm picturing that the episode is just fading. Mm-hmm.